Smartcast. You are listening to a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. Welcome to the Long Play Lounge, hosted by Erica. Hosted by Erica. Hello, I'm Erica, and welcome to the Long Play Lounge. You know, after 10 years of soundtracking your evenings on 94.3 Radio One International, I realize that there is a stack load of interviews of all my celebrity guest artists that need to be heard by a wider audience. So, I've started a podcast to do just that, and together we can hang out with the A-listers that have been on my playlist, both current and past. The Long Play candid chats, behind-the-scene outtakes, intimate one-on-ones, and juicy bits of fun. Trivia will get you to bond with your global icon instantly. And if you happen to be in Mumbai, Delhi, Bangalore, or Chennai, make sure you check in to Drive with Erica on ninety-four point three Radio One. It's the prime time evening show, and it happens every weekday, four to nine p.m. Well, this podcast is a Radio One production and is available on hdsmartcast.com, India's fastest-growing podcast-producing platform. Well, Irish pop rockers The Script have been a favorite on our playlist from 2008, and when their current hits compilation album Tales from the Script Greatest Hits debuted at number 1 in October of 2021, both in the UK and home country Ireland, it was clear they are still very much loved. So that kind of triggered my memory taking me back to my 2016 connect with drummer Glenn Power. Uh, I remember it was a chatty chat announcing their then new album which was titled Number 3 and you're about to get some wonderful anecdotes we're talking backstories bromance making their big global hits it's all in this free flowing conversation with drummer glen power from the script i hope you enjoy it You know, I have to talk to you about your band's influences. Very, very varied, from U2 to Coldplay to you know vintage stuff like The Police and Van Morrison, and you know network brilliant producers like Neptunes and and, and Timberland. Uh, so you're not really boxing yourselves in, are you? No, I think the more uh, influences you have, the better it is for you when you're going to create because you can kind of throw a load of different things into the pot. For us, we're all into so many different types of music that when we get in together, you know, it should be like a car crash, but in the end, it actually turns into a song. So we're very lucky that we're all you're not into the same. Things you know, so it works out really well. A little bit about the early days, uh, Glenn. You know, Danny and Mark were establishing themselves as uh, singer-songwriters in LA and producing and stuff when you hooked up with them. Um, uh, is is that when when your story starts as a script? Uh, my story started as a teammate in a hotel. No, I'm only joking. Um, <laughs> no, I, no, I met the lads. Uh, I met Mark in Dublin through some musical friends, and um, he invited me out to Los Angeles just to check out the scene over there and hang out. And when I got there. He, We went into a studio where Danny was, and Danny was working on some demos um, for himself. And Mark said, "Do you want to play on these?" And I said, "Yeah, why not?" So I jumped in on the drums and, and played on a couple of the demos. And Mark was playing guitar. And I came back to Dublin, and about two or three weeks later, Mark called me up and said he had played it to some uh, record company people that he knew. And they asked him how long were we a band, and he bluffed them and said we were a band about six or seven months. And they said, "This is amazing, dude. We want to sign you." So he called me when I was in Dublin and said, "You're not going to believe this. They think we're a band, and they want to sign us. Do you want to be in a band?" So I was like, "Why not? Let's do it." That's amazing. So you worked your way backwards. Yeah, that, and that's the truth of it. We really weren't trying to be a band. It was just a real uh, matter of, I suppose, all the elements were there in the right place at the right time. So we just decided, let's see where we can go with this. That's fantastic. It's like you were made for each other. Well, you could say that. <laughs> I cannot say. What <laughs> say that in a purely platonic way? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> of course. Your music is like fodder for for the teen generation. Features a lot in in television series, Ghost Whisperers, Nano Two One Zero, etc. Are you guys cool with that? Absolutely. I mean, that's magic. 
exposure. When you end up in a TV show, show like that, especially over in America, you know, your music is actually working for you. We were on a TV show called The Hills and um, we actually appeared on that TV show. Well, I didn't know what that TV show was or how big it is in America. So we had went in and we did the recording and about two months later we were doing a, an acoustic show in Oklahoma. And when we walked into the room, the place went crazy. And afterwards when they came up to meet us, all they were saying to us was, oh my God, you're the guys that were on The Hills. And I was like, what the hell is The Hills? What is this? So I realized the power of TV right there and then over in America. So yeah, it's very important. Okay. You know, let's uh, take you back to the beginning a little bit. Uh, in the beginning years of script, uh, Mark and you both went through some personal tragedies and the band kind of survived that. Uh, it, did yeah. it bring a lot of depth in, into your songs and, and into your work, you think? Yeah, I think not just the work, it will bring a lot of depth into your friendship as well as the, the, the music because I think when you go through trials and tribulations and adversity like that, it definitely gives you more to talk about and I think the best songs are the songs that are about, you know, real experiences. When people out there hear it, they can relate to that if they've been through something similar and they don't feel so alone when they can relate to what you're talking about. Let's talk about your, your early hit, uh, We Cry. That tune got uh, got you guys recognition around 2008, got airplay on BBC Radio 1 and other stations. Yeah. What was that uh, that feeling like? It was amazing, you know, the first day that song was played, we were in a splitter van which holds about six people. It was an amazing feeling to hear it on radio because up to that point we were just wondering would it sound good on radio. It was great that we were all together when we heard it, so yeah, it was magic. You know, we play a lot of your stuff on our playlist and we really love it here in Mumbai City. Uh, thanks very much. We can't wait to come there and perform for you guys. And we can't wait to have you. Uh, to, well, we can't wait to be had. <laughs> right there. When your first debut album proved to, you know, be a hit, it went multi-platinum. What was that feeling like? It was amazing. Like, we were hoping we'd get played on local radio, and that's the truth of it. We, we weren't sure where we would go with or how far it would go. And to get a number one like that, there were some tears shed, you know. As a, as a fella says, yeah, I shed a tear from a glass eye. And if we had any glass eyes, we would have. We were just amazed. It was kind of like, after all those years of, of hard work, uh, to finally get, you know, recognized that you're actually good at something, you know. And then came, you know, break even. Another another top 10 for you in Ireland and you know hit 20 in the UK and the Russians they love you don't they oh wow that's a, well I didn't know that that's great we gotta go to Russia so <laughs> you do you have to travel to Russia and meet the Irish there I'd say there's loads of Irish there I bet you there's more Irish there than, than there is Russians <laughs> there is there are a few Irish in Mumbai city as well <laughs> they're everywhere I'm telling you <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on to science and faith. Uh, you know, it's first single for the first time, charted at home and the UK. The video has YouTube Bono's daughter in it. Yes, we couldn't get Bono, so he sent his daughter down. <laughs> not bad, not bad. He did pretty well, yeah. I must say. Yeah, yeah. No, she uh, Eve Houston. She's actually a really great actress. Um, the guy directing the uh, the video said, "Just look, you know what, guys? It'd be great if you had an Irish person in this video. It would really help tie the song together with uh, somebody like uh, you know who's emigrated from Ireland." And he said, "I know this actress over here, and it's actually." Uh, her name is Eve Houston it's actually Bono's daughter do you think you could get her so we were like well we could try and um, through the people we know we put the word out and sure enough she came back and said yeah she'd love to do it you know Glenn I wanted to talk to you about uh, you know actually playing in front of a sold out concert I mean 60,000 odd people have uh, sometimes bought tickets to see you perform what's what's that feeling like it's really hard to describe it's mm -hmm. kind of like um, you're terrified you're excited you're all of these feelings in one go and then when you walk on stage after about two songs it feels like the most natural thing in the world it's just amazing feeling you just have to have faith in what you do and that you've prepared I always say failing to prepare is preparing to fail so if you've actually rehearsed enough and practiced enough 
careful. When through it all in your head, you'll be okay. But it does take a bit of faith because it's kind of like walking a tightrope in front of many, many people and there's always a chance you could fall. Uh, you know, let's talk about your latest offering. It's creatively titled Number 3. Yeah. Your, your band is calling it uh, kind of musical therapy. Explain that for me. First of all, we call it 3 because it was the, probably the best time to call it 3. The Stray in the Band, third album. And also where we made the music, uh, the studio in, in London, the Number 3 is on the door. It was the third room in the actual studio. So we just thought, okay, this is, it feels like we should uh, throw it to that. You know, we have to talk about Hall of Fame, the Will I Am collaboration. I mean, how yeah. cool is he really? He's really cool. I mean, honestly, he's so down to earth and such a nice person. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, the future of the script. What's in store for you guys? I think just keep trying to grow the audiences, um, try and keep touring like we are, keep making good music and hopefully, uh, you know, grow the fan base and play bigger places. That's the plan. I think we're not even halfway. We'll just keep going until we, we get to play in the biggest places around the world. Okay. You know what, um, Glenn, on my way out, just a quick question. If you had to pick colors to describe the three of you, what would they be? Oh, that's a very interesting question. Never asked that one. I think I'd be blue, Mark would be red, and Danny be pink. Oh, he's pink. <laughs> that's interesting. Absolutely. He loves that. <laughs> right and he then. Does that. He wears pink socks. He loves it. Okay. That's great. Thank you so much for joining us, Glenn. It's been such fun. Thanks for talking to me and taking the time. Take care of yourself. Well, for the trivia buff, here's a fun one. The script are an Irish band and clearly loved in their home country. All of their albums have been to number one in Ireland, starting with their self-titled one in 2008, and they followed it up with Science and Faith, the album titled number three, No Sound Without Silence, Freedom Child, Sunsets and Full Moons, and of course their latest a compilation called Tales from the Script, Greatest Hits. So will seven be their lucky number going forward? Well, fans are hoping so as they look ahead to their world tour in 2022 and that's a wrap i hope you enjoyed it as much as i did bringing it to you and yes there's more uploaded for this season one now please do drop us a text or email with your comments to erica d underscore official or 94.3 radio one india both on insta we really work off your feedback and would love to know what you think and how we can improve and who we should try and interview next we've got lots more interviews for you to enjoy this season so binge on it or sample it slowly you can decide for more feedback you can reach out to us on HT Smartcast. We are present across all social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Clubhouse. And to listen to more podcasts log on to www.htsmartcast.com This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.